Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Myatt Fuels, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. That is Matt Mosley. Happy Friday to everyone. And we're going to get right to it today. Got some exciting stuff on in store for you. And um, big news in the high school coaching ranks. Tyler Beatty is... Uh, is the uh, the choice over at uh, China Spring, and um, they have promoted outside linebackers coach Tyler Beatty, and uh, he's the Cougars' new head coach. Of course, that comes right on the heels of a 16-0 season Class 4A Division II state championship. So, step right up, uh, and uh, this is a bright young coach, and uh, a lot of folks, uh, I think, across the state have been kind of checking in with different people, different people I respect, and, well, they have great things to say. So uh, it's always fun when you can go from within. And uh, the AD o- over there, uh, Josh Gregory, did just that. We have him now. Um, in fact, the, uh, the newest head coach, at China Spring, it is Tyler Beatty joining us. Tyler, uh, congratulations. I would imagine today's been a bit of a whirlwind for you. Yeah, no doubt. It has been uh, crazy, to say the least. <laughs> well, uh, it's, uh, this is, it's very exciting. And, um, uh, Tyler, this is, um, you know, a lot of folks uh, wait until they're in their 40s or whatever for their first head coaching job. I mean, there were 80 outside applicants is what uh, is is what Josh was saying and uh, and then obviously there were internal candidates as well and you were the guy um, I would imagine that's a pretty amazing feeling what uh, walk us through a little bit what how you got the news and and when you got the call that it was you so I found out on Monday and uh, and whenever I got the call I, I was so elated. Uh, you know, the emotions were overflowing and just to be so blessed to be in this position at such a great place. You know, whenever uh, Brian had a fortunate opportunity to go to Baylor, the, the coaching staff and kids just kept going. Like nothing ever stopped. There was no uh, snacks. And it's just a testament to why this place is so great it's because of the people involved in the entire program and the community. And so it's just been a really great time. All right, um, Josh was quoted uh, in the Waco Trib saying that, uh, in, in a sense, the staff sort of was talking amongst itself, and, and maybe uh, uh, maybe there was a pretty uh, big consensus to to support you. That's got to make you feel great. Uh, on top of everything else, to have the you know be able to keep the continuity, keep a lot of the staff members, but then have them uh, rally around you. What's that like for you? It means a lot. Um, being here only three years, and we've got guys on staff that have been here for quite a while. For them to to uh, respect me and, and appreciate me in the same regards that I do for them has meant a lot. And and that was one of the big reasons that I posted the job was because there were guys on staff that uh, felt so confident.
confident in me uh, that, that allowed me to be in this position. What was it like? Take me back to when Brian announced he was going to uh, to Baylor. Was, was that uh, had there been any buzz around that, or was was there sort of shock among the coaching staff? Uh, for sure, it, it was shocking. Um, we all knew how successful Brian had been and what he had done for this place, and and uh, there were probably some thoughts that you know after obviously this amazing run that we had that he might be looking at something else, but it, that was never confirmed or denied in that regard. Mm-hmm. But uh, whenever he got that opportunity, we were we were so excited for him. I mean, he, he had mentioned how he'd want to work with uh, Sean, and uh, I, I, there's nobody in this world that would pass up that opportunity. And so when it happened, we were shocked, but at the same time, we all knew that there was still work to be done, and we and we just kept going. Yeah, uh, talking to Tyler Beatty, new coach at China Spring. The announcement goes out uh, today, uh, and uh, it was big news out there. As uh, I think it was, uh, uh, what do they call those step bombs or whatever? Matt Step from uh, Ta- David Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Tyler, I bet that's weird when you're used to it being about other coaches, and then you see that it's about you, even though you knew it was coming. Was that a little surreal <laughs> when you when you saw? Uh, the buzz out there today on on social media yes my battery life is, is already going off my phone i've had to charge it numerous times throughout the day and it's, it's really exciting especially to see guys that i've coached with over the past 10 years and and family members and mentors that have gotten me to this point and prepared me here to reach out and it's just it's incredible and and that's what this life's about is is building those relationships and and continuing to foster and grow in that regard and it's just been, like I said, it's been crazy, uh, truly a blessing to be in this position. And as much as all of today has really been about me, I want everybody to know that it's about what we're doing here in China Springs. It's truly special. And uh, we, we are going to be a, a player-led team that is going to continue to grow. And as coaches, we're here to foster and mentor these young men to be the best citizens that they can be. All right, I love the fact that uh, you kind of coached on both sides of the balls, not no kind of about it. You were an offense coordinator. Um, what uh, and and you were a quarterback by trade uh, in in college, um, in high school and college. What um, what was the about the opportunity and what caused you to? Um, I mean, there you are as a as an offensive coordinator. Uh, and um, it, it, they're at Cyprus, and, and that was a uh, you got to kind of start that program out in a sense. What was um, what was the, your decision even when you took an outside linebackers coach? Were you already thinking about hey, this will make me more well rounded, or was it just kind of like that's all they had to offer at the time? Uh, yeah, both. Uh, honestly, obviously coming to Waco, I took a middle school coordinator job, and mm-hmm. uh, it was a very humbling experience. I learned a lot. I learned the fundamentals and the basics of uh, how, to, how to speak to young kids. And obviously, they not knowing what a zone step is and having to teach them take a left foot or a right foot step and, and getting back to the basics. And I learned a lot there. And then when Brian offered me an opportunity to come to the high school and it was a, a linebacker's position, uh, in, in regards, I had two options, but I had one. And that was, I'm going to do whatever it takes to be the best football coach I can be and continue to be in this community uh, where we absolutely love it. And, uh, and and that was what I had to do. And so I, I went all in 
and did everything I could in working with the coaches on staff to learn my role and position and, and how that fit into the grand scheme of what was going to be our success. And and uh, that, that was a, a true blessing in, in regards of being on the offensive side and, and then having this pr- presented to me. Yeah, it, uh, <clears throat> talking to Tyler Beatty, new coach out at China Spring, when you got out of, uh, you grew up and uh, played in uh, Pflugerville, and um, and then had an opportunity to go play in college. What was um, I'm trying to remember? That would have been what in 2000. Uh, let's see how old you. So w- when were you at Baylor? So I was when there in 2006 and 2007 seasons under Guy Morris. Okay, okay, I got you. And so did. Um, would that would you sort of crossed over with uh, Sean there, uh, a little I bit did, right yeah, in there? Yeah, Sean. Sean actually hosted me on my official visit, and that's when I first <laughs> came to know the Bells, and it really came full circle. Whenever after I had transferred from Baylor to Southeastern Louisiana, Brian was graduating high school, and he took an official visit to Southeastern, and I got to be his host, and uh, it, it was just a real neat experience to see it come all the way around. Yeah. I don't know if you were already there in Waco the time uh, Sean Bell. You you you've probably seen the video of it. He he got the touchdown against Texas and he got the horns down. <laughs> have, have y'all watched that a few times over the years? Yeah, I've seen that numerous times. And uh, the best part is every time that Baylor usually plays Texas, that that meme is and that gift is, is popping up across Twitter. So it, it's always great. What did you um, – you've obviously all three Bells that have been involved there at China Spring, you've been around those guys. Uh, but Brian in particular, uh, working on his staff um, uh, since you arrived, what's the – what are your kind of biggest uh, takeaways? What did, what did you learn from from uh, working under him? Brian is a, is a servant leader. He provides the resources and tools necessary for coaches to coach. And he did a great – job of allowing us as a defensive staff to plan and prepare our kids for success and allowing uh, our defensive coordinator Matt Lauchs to to have that leeway um, and and that was part of our success was our kids flew around and they were playing with confidence and coaches got to coach what's your biggest like what's the what, what differentiates you as a coach, obviously you want to build on a lot of the success, but you're going to put your own stamp, your own leadership style. What do you, what is it maybe um, about the way you approach things? that may be a little different about um, how Brian did it. You know, things that uh, we're, we're going to address is some academic accountability and uh, taking care of our grades year round. And uh, not that we didn't necessarily do that when Brian was here, but there needs to be an emphasis for these kids, especially our, our younger grades, that they don't quite fully comprehend what their grades do to them in the overall grand scheme of when it's going to be recruited or when it is time to earn scholarships to go, whether it be an academic school, to uh, and how important those grades are. And so, obviously, academics is a big deal. And, and then our overall discipline as a program, I thought we did a great job in between the lines and I think there's places for us to grow outside of the football field in that regard. And and like I mentioned before, we're going to be a player-led team. It's our job as coaches to mentor and, and show these guys the way to lead and allow other kids to learn how to follow. You know, the old verbiage of too many chiefs and not enough Indians, 
it plays true, and we need guys that know their role and accept those roles and, and excel in those roles. And so discipline and uh, accountability in the academic in the classroom is going to be huge for us. And the, the, win, the wins will come. And, the, you know, the true defining of a successful team is 30 years after that team ever graduated high school and what they're doing and how they're leading their families and, and the characteristics that we're going to instill into these kids will play out later on in the future. Well, it's a tremendous program. Uh, it's, uh, it's very exciting. Tyler Beatty, the, uh, the new head coach at China Spring. Now, Tyler, immediately people will start asking you, okay, what do you have coming back, coach? What are you all, because this is not, um, it's a very exciting thing, but it's not always easy to be the next head coach right after a you know, state title team. Um, what, what is the, is it going to be a, a pretty good mix of, um, of, of experience and, and some young players? What, uh, what, what do you, as you kind of get ready in, you know, in the off season program at all, what's kind of standing out to you about this team moving forward? You know, the, the biggest advantage that plays into our hand is the fact that as successful as we were this past season, um, our starters didn't play complete games all the way through the season. So the guys that are we're, we're looking at to fulfill those starting roles from those graduating seniors, they had significant playing time. And we've got to continue to uh, refine what we do. Obviously, our scheme is going to change just because we're, we don't have a major route. I mean, a, a truly special player that could do anything for us. And so we're going to change in regards as to a little bit what we do offensively. But defensively, we are who we are, and we stamped our brand on, on what we do and how we play. And, uh, and then obviously the special teams unit with Thomas Barr coming back, he's going he's gonna to be a key factor in, in uh, manufacturing points for us. And so just continue to grow in those aspects in our program. Uh, we'll, we'll be just fine as far as what we're going to do, having both offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator still on staff. We, we get that. Well, I, uh, it's going to be fun to watch it, and uh, what, a, what an unbelievable opportunity. And, you know, it's a part of the country. It's part of Texas that you uh, grew up in not too far down the road, and so it just has to be such a, a thrill. So we're very excited for you, uh, Tyler, and, and uh, man, good luck. And uh, we can't wait to see what you, what you do there at China Spring. I really appreciate the time. Thank you so much. You bet. There he goes, Coach Beatty. Uh, he's the guy. Outside linebackers coach. I mean, you, you heard him. He came just a few years ago to to be the uh, middle school coordinator, and uh, he's got a he, he's got a team now, the reigning state champs. Uh, and uh, Ty, Tyler takes it over. At uh, I was trying to do the math. Probably in his early thirties, thirty two, thirty three years old, and uh, he's it's going to be uh, what a what a what a cool story, Aaron. That uh, that it seemed like the staff really circled up around him and and uh and and he was in some ways a big i mean i'm sure there are other staff members that wanted it uh that'd be crazy they'd be crazy not to but uh really neat that uh he seems to have a lot of support uh internally because this was a highly coveted uh coaching job so we'll talk more about it with curtis quillen coming up today at around five o'clock but next we're going to check in with the Baylor baseball coach, Steve Rodriguez. Preseason All-Big 12 team is out, and it's time to discuss. Steve Rodriguez joins us next. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear and cold on this Friday night. Low temperatures falling to 28 degrees. The weekend looks beautiful. A lot of sunshine on Saturday, 67 degrees, and mostly sunny. Continued very warm on Sunday with a high of 70. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time, from Blog of the Boys and ESPN San Antonio, R.J. Achua. It's difficult to say anything other than that stems from Mike McCarthy. You know, Mike McCarthy even said they were up against more than just the 11 guys out there on the other side of the field. And so I put, you know, the lion's share of blame on him. But I also, I mean, obviously it goes on the players. And I think a lot of Cowboys fans don't want to come to terms with is It's their fault. They're not good enough. They were not good enough. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry has been practicing dentistry in Waco for 23 years. Her caring staff prides itself on having over 135 combined years of dedication to creating healthy, beautiful smiles. Jennifer Grant DDS offers all aspects of dentistry, general cosmetic, preventative, and whitening, and there's no need to be afraid of the dentist. Jennifer Grant DDS offers non-IV sedation. New patients are welcome, and most insurance plans are accepted. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry, where you'll be treated like family. JenniferGrantDDS.com. Call today. Unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for all occasions can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond. You'll find a nice selection of metal art and wall decor items for your home or office. Western art and pictures, purses, Talavera pottery, lamps, boots, hats, crosses made from metal resin, and Montana silversmith items. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. 
Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. China Spring has their new head coach. Tyler Beatty moves from defensive coordinator to head coach of the Cougars. UMHB women's basketball downs Harden Simmons last night 74 to 72 and the Crusaders get the win over the Cowboys 82 to 76. Both teams back and home tomorrow hosting McMurray. Women tip at one o'clock followed by the men at three. Number 11 Bader women at West Virginia tip is at one o'clock and you can hear that game on 104.9. SEC challenge tomorrow with number four Baylor at Alabama tip is at three o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. NFL conference championships on Sunday. The early game has since Cincinnati at Kansas City kicking off at 2 o'clock, followed by the 49ers and the Rams kicking off at 5.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show. Coming to you on a Friday afternoon. And uh, thank you, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, for what you do. That Wagoneer they got going over there. That's a that's a wild deal. That's a good one. I'll tell you more about that. But let's go to a man who drives a truck and uh, loves a good truck, loves to get out, hunt a little bit. But this time of season, he's got to get he's got to get focused. On on baseball, he usually is anyway. Steve Rodriguez joins the Matt Mosley Show, Baylor baseball coach. Steve, it's getting close. I mean these these uh, preseason teams, man. That that starts to that starts to fire me up. You've probably been fired up for a while, but I think the I think baseball fans. This starts to kind of let us know, hey, okay, it's time to start getting ready. <laughs> What's going on, Matt? Thank you so much for uh, for having me out. Um, yeah, you know what? It's absolutely right. Um, you know, we've been really excited just because, I mean, if you think about it, a couple of years ago, you know, our season gets completely shut down after about 12 games. And, you know, we, we lose the rest of the year after we, you know, we win the Shriners Classic over, you know, three SEC teams. Then last year, we, we kind of have to go through it again. At the end of the year, we were dealing with coronavirus issues. And, you know, and so our guys are, have been pretty frustrated, um, needless to say. But, you know, and, and what's what's really hard about it is that, you know, these guys are not doing anything wrong. And yet they they're they have the weight of the shoulders, like they're letting everybody down and stuff like that. So, you know what, right now we're hoping, you know, we can just get through a season without dealing with the, some of these things. And um, I'll be honest with you, like these guys are really excited. They've been playing well this fall. And coming back in the spring right now, um, we think our guys did a really good job over the break, which is usually the scariest time for us coaches because right after Thanksgiving, we really don't see them again for about six weeks. And uh, you just hope that they go home and they do what they're supposed to do, both baseball-wise and um, and academically. And, you know, shoot, as academics, they did a phenomenal job, and they came back in really good shape. So we are really excited about getting today going. You think some of the uh, protocols are a little bit uh... – better at least i mean uh, uh, that a few things have been uh addressed 
you know, as far as especially a lot of these guys that have been um, – Let's not use whatever Aaron Rodgers used. Let's let's you know vaccinated and then um, and then of course the booster for people. Do you think? Uh, I mean that shouldn't that provide a much better sort of backdrop for people not you know missing weeks at a time? I hope so. My goodness, I mean I, I got it right a couple of days before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and that's the thing is like I I was completely fine. And if you know if it wasn't like we. We went and got tested just because of a Christmas thing, and, and we had a an unhealthy family member that we wanted to make sure we're in. I w- if if I wouldn't have gotten, to, I would have no idea. I would have, I was positive, uh, but it was you know it was fine. I was completely fine, and and still am. So uh, for me, it, it's just a matter of like hoping these guys like we have guys going through every possible protocol they can just to make sure that they stay on the field as long as possible. And they're doing like I said, like they're not doing anything wrong. They're doing everything they can to uh, to do the right thing and 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 taking the, the 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 proper precautions to make sure that they are and um you know like i, I i've told everybody I, I can't fault these guys for what they're doing they're doing everything right our talking to steve rodriguez baylor baseball coach on the matt mosley show espn central texas bears uh in the big 12 uh preseason uh vote come in fifth and uh, which is kind of interesting it just seems like a real uh kind of a swing vote to a certain extent i mean i don't you know you guys have been picked down before and then ended up winning the conference a few years ago so i don't really think we put a ton of stock into this uh steve i'm just glad that texas got a few players on there okay of the preseason that's what really <laughs> i was just worried they might not get enough and so i that that had worried me a little bit well they're a talented bunch you know i'll be honest with you we recruited a lot of them uh they're mm-hmm. a talented bunch down there and um when you when you know, and that's the thing is like when you have talented players and then they play well, you're going to have some of those successes and be able to reap some of those rewards. And they did in the preseason stuff. So uh, rightfully so for them. All right. All right. Boy, that's a good. I like that. Uh, that's, you're always more diplomatic than I am. Um, the uh, uh, this this Jared McKenzie, uh, he was on the preseason Big 12 team. I think you had other players who were probably deserving, but Jared's an unbelievable player. I, I think could have been the preseason all-conference, but uh, the Tech, you know, Young, obviously, uh, he and his brother have both been phenomenal players. Jared told me last time he came on that he truly, I think he's got his, uh, he wants to hit 405 for the season, maybe, or 406. Um, maybe he's thinking about the old, uh, you know, the old hallowed number, uh, Ted Williams <laughs> or something. But, uh, I mean, he's capable, what do you hit, 383 last year? He's He's honestly capable of doing it, isn't he, Steve? Not to heap too much pressure on him. No, he absolutely is. And the one thing that he needs to understand as well is that he's not going to surprise anybody. You know, last year uh, he just did a phenomenal job early on in the year, and uh, he he carried that through. He had like a little bit of a lull um, at the very beginning of conference play and then picked it back up. And, and that's what's great about baseball is you have these ebb and flows that kind of force you to, you know, I always tell people that uh, – you know, there's two types of people, those those who have been humbled and those who are about to be. Um, mm-hmm. And so and that's kind of what's great about this sport is you need to make sure you, you really enjoy the success that you have on the field and know that, you know, when you're not doing well, that that can change in one swing and one at bat. You can strike out three times and a game-winning home run at the end, and next thing you know, your, your, your season changes for you. So, you know, just to make sure that he maintains that consistency throughout the year and that positive energy that he has. Um, he, he does a really good job of, of making sure that his temperament is, is pretty solid, and that's what's going to help him do that. You know, if he hits 405, 
great. Um, if he hits 380, great. If he hits 350, great. Um, you know, he, he's a solid player and he's going to do well. And the key is just to make sure that he's not trying to, I, I hate the cliche, trying to do too much because as an athlete, you always try to do too much. Um, but just to make sure that, you know, he understands who he is as a player and he matches uh, who he is with uh, the expectations. You know, it's got to be fun to, for you to think about this year, uh, about how to fill out the lineup. And, and, and the, you know, the, the, the order is, uh, I mean, you got, you know, McKenzie could be unbelievable leadoff hitter. He could also be two. He could play, he could do, you know, he could hit cleanup. I mean, he's just, he could be kind of anywhere. Um, but, I mean, how fun is that? Because, I mean, you've had some great hitters. But um, you do have, I mean, Steve, I, I mean, you have five or six guys that can all rake. Uh, does that does that make it fun to kind of think about all the different combinations? And as you get a little closer to the, the opener, um, is something starting to kind of coalesce in your mind? Do you kind of stick with what was working last year to a certain extent, or do you have some different thoughts in mind? Well, I think last year at the, uh, at the beginning of conference, uh, you know, we, we struggled early. And then we made a couple switches, and then next thing you know, our team took off. You know, and so that's the biggest thing is just making sure we, we find the right pieces and put them in the right spot to make sure they have success. And, and it's like you said, like we have, you know, a good nucleus of guys back. Um, you know, we're missing Andy Thomas and Davion Downey, but everybody else is back. And mm-hmm. so for us, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, um, our, in, our, our complete infield's back. You know, so we'll have some, some new faces behind the plate and, and a couple rotating guys in the outfield. Uh, but for the most part, the lineup, you know, it's like I was doing them last night. We have an air squad today, so I'm mixing and matching and putting different guys in different spots. And then, like you said, it's really fun to be able to go, okay, where's this going to look? How's this going to How's this going to be? If he hits behind this guy, you know, what are the chances of him, you know, getting good pitches to hit? And so you really start to um, – I just like to try to look at the different pieces and then make sure I don't overthink it because I always have to remember that these are young men who are, who are trying to figure it out too and uh, just want them to go out there and start having success and then let, let the pieces fall where they have to. Yeah, I mean, Trey, Jack, I mean, this is, there's, there's a lot of great parts to this team, and, you, and you've got some guys that can play up the middle. That's always, uh, that's always important. What, what, do you, what do you think, you know, pitching-wise, um, Tyler Thomas is the uh, is, is first name that maybe comes to mind, but it, it seemingly you could be pretty deep there. Um, do you feel like... The, the continuity, you know, being able to basically take your, okay, here's our Friday starter, here's our Saturday starter, is that is that um, have a chance to be a big strength for your team? No, I, I think it does. It's just a matter of making sure guys stay healthy. You know, that was mm-hmm. those are always some things. Like, that's what's funny about all the preseason polls. And, you know, though that's just, you know, the perfect world conditions and, you know, the perfect storm that everything okay. works out right. But there's always a guy who ends up getting hurt or, or gets dinged up a little bit and the lineup has to change and, um, you know, so for us, it's just a matter of making sure we stay healthy. You know, like I said, we have, you know, Tyler Thomas, Blake Helton, we have a new guy, Jake Jackson, coming in. We have uh, Volker, who, who's also a transfer. We have Cam Cayley, who's come back. You know, and I think our biggest question is going to be how the how the back end of the bullpen uh, is going to shape up. And that's what's great about these first couple weeks is we get to kind of kind of mold it. You know, you're sitting there with a modeling clay, and you're like, okay, let's put this guy here and this guy here and see how he reacts. Can he bounce back after going Friday? Can he go Saturday or Sunday? And if he can't, well, then what's his role going to be at that point? So you start really uh, utilizing guys in ways that you think you want to use them for the season mm-hmm. and just see how their body holds up. If they can, great. If not, then we have to move it and, and find another role for them to grab onto. And, and that's what I think we do really well is 
finding roles for guys to take and be the CEO of that role and make sure they, they do it well. And uh, if they can't, then we'll find a different role for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, what is the uh, – talking to Steve Rodriguez, Baylor baseball coach, what's the portal been like for baseball? Uh, I mean, you know, is it, it's crazy in football. You know, it's like a 1,000 guys or more than a 1,000 people in there. Some of them land. Some of them don't. Is it um, – do, when you look in that portal, I'd love to look in there someday and actually see what it looks like. But do you uh, – uh, are there, like, tons of guys in baseball, or is it not Is is it not as much? It was absolutely chaotic, Matt. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I, I want to say there were 1,800 kids um, at one point in the portal, and every day it was just a matter of, you know, 30 oh. to 50 to 100 kids going in there. And then once they go in there and you find somebody that you, you have interest in, you call them. And uh, next thing you know, they already have like 15 offers from all these different schools. And it was it was really chaotic for the first time for us having to, to kind of go through this. Um, you know, it, it took our summer and really monopolized it, trying to uh, find out which players we felt uh, fit what we do and how we do it. And um, I think we did a good job of communicating with coaches that we knew who had guys in the transfer portal. And uh, I think we got some really good ones. I really do. Well, that's I'm. I'm excited, you know, about because obviously you have some great guys coming back. And people forget y'all beat uh, Tech in a series, uh, won a series out in Lubbock last year, and uh, were tracking in the right direction. Had turned the whole season around, and then the COVID, the COVID got you. So uh, this is going to be, this is going to be a lot of fun. Now, uh, season opener, uh, Maryland, February 18th, and. Um, I guess the good thing is, Steve, I mean, Texas weather is insane sometimes, but like this weekend, for instance, you get gorgeous weather. So, I, I, you know, sometimes weather can play a factor, but uh, you know, with y'all's facilities and what you have, it, it, um, I, would, I would think you're, you're going to be okay in that area. I hope so. You know, and that's thing, like we have Maryland coming in on February 18th and the following weekend we have Duke coming in, both of them really good teams. Then we head down to Houston for the Shriners Classic play UCLA, Tennessee, and LSU, all obviously really good teams. Uh, but like you said, you know, throughout December, we have, you know, 70, 80-degree weather. At the beginning of January, we have 70-degree weather. And then as soon as school starts, we, we got 40-degree weather. So that's the part that for us where we're like, okay, now, now we know it's baseball time. Uh, you know, we have 70 degrees this weekend, and next Friday we have 45 degrees. So, you know, we, you know, we understand that that is going to happen, and our guys understand it, and, you know, it's pretty simple. If both teams have to deal with it, then there's no complaint. All right. Are your, are your players always that excited to get in the weight room? I remember all those videos. I've seen some videos in the past where they can't wait to get in there, and it's like 6 in the morning, and that's not how I remember my college experience. Or is, that, <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that sort of a normal thing for your guys? It is. got to come in hot. I mean, it's, it's, you know, the <laughs> hardest thing to do about getting in the weight room is just getting there. You know, I tell people all the time, you know, it's the hardest part about working out is getting to the weight room. And once you're up and you're moving around, you get there, then it's just a matter of faking yourself into making sure that you, you feel excited and you feel up. And, and if you can kind of create that energy for yourself and you have a whole uh, group of teammates that can do it with you, then you, when you're running into the weight room like that, there's nothing better than uh, having that much excitement at 530 in the morning. When you have that, then it just starts the day off great. All right. And could you – Coach Venables the other day was spotted doing like I don't know ten or fifteen pull ups. When's the last time you tried to do some pull ups on on some of the equipment there? Oh, pull ups! I do pull ups probably twice a week. 
Oh wow! What's the most? What's the most you've done? Been able to do at one at one time? Well, I don't really try to do as many as I can at one time. Okay. I do like a total amount. So it's just a matter of like you pick a total number. Like if I'm going to do 100 bench presses with an X amount of weight, just I try to do how much time does it take me to do 100 bench presses uh, with like 135 on or 175 or whatever it is. And so you just kind of time yourself in, in that regard. Or you, I just do like for 30 minutes, I'll do a squat and a pull-up. So you do like two squats, two pull-ups for 30 minutes. And then you rotate every minute. Okay, I think you need to get some of this on social media, okay? Because <laughs> this it got a lot of play. This Coach Venables think, doing I a think, few I think pull-ups. you just need to come down and kind of jump in with our guys and get in the excitement pool and uh, rush in at 5:30 in the morning. That's what I think people want to see. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm allowed. I think there are NCAA <laughs> rules that prevent that, but I would love to or try we're going to find an NCAA rule that prevents it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think Max would not allow that, honestly. But, uh, well, uh, it, this is exciting. Can't wait, man. I just I saw that preseason deal. I'm like, i got to get a hold of Coach Rodriguez because uh, that stuff gets me going and can't wait for this, uh, for this season to start. So I appreciate it and uh, look forward to talking to you soon. Absolutely, Matt. Thank you, as always, for having me on. You bet. There he goes. Steve Rodriguez, the great Rodrigo himself, uh, getting ready for a Baylor season, which I think has a, has a lot of possibilities. they got they got a ton of hitters on this team. Uh, they, filled the, they filled well. I love I like Trey's great. You know, Pineda can flat out do it. Who's our hyphenated man? We've got a hyphenated man who just can. And then we've got Cade Currington from Kaufman, Texas. He can bash it. I mean, he'll he'll hit it on. He'll hit it around a little bit. So, for once, I decided not to bring up Cade because I always bring it up since we're from the same hometown. But uh, that's uh, it's good stuff. Good to catch up with Steve Rodriguez. Been a big time day. My gosh, Aaron. Uh, let's uh, let's pivot here and let's do something we like to call campus confidential. Some things going on in college football and college basketball that we need to discuss, and we'll get you ready for tomorrow's Big 12 SEC Challenge. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, February 3rd, and hear from men's tennis coach Michael Woodson and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2022 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau. The class of 2022 includes Bob Beeman, Chris Bosch, Robert Griffin III, Tony Parker, Carly Patterson, Mike Renfro, Susie Snyder-Eppers, Michael Strahan, and Stacey Sakura. Meet this year's inductee class on Saturday, March 12th in the base at Extraco Event Center in Waco. 
To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.org or call 254-756-1633. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texas families in the home buying process for 28 years. They're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or a low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs to help you improve your credit score and get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Call 254-752-1647 or visit nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco helps families of all income levels open the door to home Home ownership. NeighborWorks Waco. Home ownership the right way. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs made from scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. Having an accredited land consultant like Daryl Weems and his team of farm, ranch, land, and home experts on your side is a must when making what may be the biggest financial decision in your life. Selling farm and ranch property since 1925, United Country's Twin Bends Realty is your go-to source for real estate industry insight and advice. Sellers will benefit from UC's cutting-edge technology that will provide your property with maximum visibility. Find your freedom by calling Daryl Weems, your local land pro at United Country Twin Bends Realty. Learn more at twinbendsrealty.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Town of Spring has their new head coach, Tyler Beatty, moves from defensive coordinator to head coach of the Cougars. UMHB women's basketball downs Harden Simmons last night 74 to 72, and the Crusaders get the win over the Cowboys 82 to 76. Both teams back and home tomorrow hosting McMurray. Women tip at 1 o'clock, followed by the men at 3. Number 11, Bader women at West Virginia. Tip is at 1 o'clock, and you can hear that game on 104.9. SEC challenge tomorrow with number 4, Baylor at Alabama. Tip is at 3 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. NFL Conference Championships on Sunday. The early game has since Cincinnati at Kansas City kicking off at 2 o'clock, followed by the 49ers and the Rams kicking off at 5.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Good to be with you for some campus confidential. A reminder at uh, 5 o'clock, we are going to hear from Curtis Quillen, and we'll talk a little bit more about uh, Coach Beatty, outside linebackers coach at China Spring, uh, becomes the head coach. And, uh, boy, at a really young age, he's going to do fine. No, he uh, he just seems to be right for it and seemed like he had a ton of support internally. And uh, I, I applaud Josh Gregory for, uh, you know, 
it's a highly coveted job. You could have gotten a lot of different people, big names, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, they decided to stay within and try to keep riding this wave. And I think that's a pretty good decision. Um, and so that was great to have uh, Coach on at the first. Curtis Quillen will join us at 5, and we'll talk a little bit more about it with him. But it's time for Aaron Sexton uh, to let us know what's going on in Campus Confidential. According to footballscoop.com, Baylor has found its next wide receivers coach. It will be Dallas Baker, who holds that same position at the University of Buffalo, which is uh, coached by former Baylor safety Maurice Lindquist. Before that, Baker spent four years at Marshall. He was a standout wide receiver at the University of Florida and spent three seasons in the NFL with the Pittsburgh Steelers, in which he won a Super Bowl as part of the Steelers in his three years in the NFL. But he will be the Bears' new wide receivers coach. That's Dallas Baker, who is currently or coming from the University of Buffalo, and that fills out the Baylor staff after they lost uh, Chauncey Stuckey. He went to Notre Dame uh, with new head coach Brian Kelly. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I, you know, it's a, uh, this is a really, uh, interesting hire. I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking some things up to see what, uh, Dallas Baker has been up to. And, uh, I remember, I remember him, uh, with the, uh, with the Steelers. And then, uh, you know, in the coach that you just mentioned at Buffalo, I think is a former Baylor Bear. He is former Baylor safety. Yes, I said. <laughs> what? Yeah, okay, Baylor safety. Right, linguist. Yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, see. I'm listening. <laughs> I also acted like uh, like I was bringing new something new to the table there. But uh, I think that's good though. He's he's been with a Baylor guy, uh, Dallas Baker. This is uh, who, who does this make me? Who is a Dallas? That was a major league pitcher. Was that Dallas Braden? Does that sound? Was that somebody? Break, um, Dallas, Aaron, do you, do I you think know I know who you're about? talking about, and I'm drawing a blank on it too. Dallas Keuchel. Okay. No, <laughs> Dallas Braden, I thought played at Texas Tech and then was a pitcher. But anyway, Dallas Baker, I like the name, like the hire. Going to dig into this a little bit more, but um, you know Buffalo's been a really good program. In fact, that's the that's who uh, I believe that's that's where Leipold came from. That Kansas hired and then uh, linguish is there now so i don't think i mean i, I think it'll be interesting I, I hated losing stucky i really did because i thought uh I, I thought he did a great job but dallas baker comes in and um aaron let's let's hope he can like bring one of his receivers from buffalo <laughs> you know <laughs> like they, we did pretty well with the uh, with the offensive lineman gall from uh jacob gall from buffalo uh could dallas baker uh, welcome to town, Dallas. Can you bring a? Uh, can you get somebody in the portal to come with you? Because uh, Bears need receivers right now. They just lost Snead, and uh, Tyquan Thornton's going to the pros. They've got some good young receivers, but could use an experienced uh, receiver. And then I saw something, Aaron. I wanted to bring this up. They 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 were posting some like who was doing what in the weightlifting. Uh, and there was a little interesting nugget that ends up in there because who, the person who won from the running back group was Josh Fleeks. 
Well, Josh Fleeks plays wide receiver for the Bears. I saw that, too. I'm glad you mentioned so, it because I, yeah. I had it in my notes, but I didn't have it for this. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was somewhere in the notes. Um, shuffle your papers around, Aaron. I, I, I like how that sounds. Like, it makes it sound real official. Will you, will you please kind of shuffle some of your notes around, please? I'm not hearing it, really. I'd, I'd like more shuffling. All right, Aaron, what do you have next? The Big 12 SEC Challenge tomorrow. It will be all over the ESPN family of networks starting at 11 a.m. with the uh, tip-off of number 19 LSU at TCU. That will be followed by Oklahoma at number one Auburn at one. Also Missouri at number 23 Iowa State at one o'clock and West Virginia at Arkansas at one. The three o'clock games, number four Baylor at Alabama. That will be right here on ESPN Central Texans. Central Texas, starting with the pregame at 2.30. Uh, Kansas State, no miss at 3. Oklahoma State at Florida, also at 3 p.m. tip. Then the later games, number 12, Kentucky at number 5, Kansas at 5 p.m. Mississippi State at number 13, Texas Tech at 5 p.m. And then the nightcap, Rick Barnes and the number 18, Tennessee Volunteers travel to the University of Texas, of course, where he formerly coached. That is a 7 p.m. tip for Tennessee at the University of Texas, the final game in the Big 12 SEC Challenge tomorrow on ESPN. Which, uh, which ESPN network is is the Baylor-Alabama game on? Like it will be ESPN or yes. which one? Yes, it will be oh, on, three. All right. on ESPN. All right. yes. Oh, man, does that mean we don't get Lance Blanks <laughs> on the call? Oh, yeah, they're um, – all the games will be on either ESPN, ESPN2, or ESPNU, but Baylor and Alabama, uh, Tennessee, Texas. Oh, wait a second, Aaron. And are Oklahoma, you Auburn that, will be on regular on, ESPN. Are, hold on, Aaron. Are you telling me that ESPN is capable of showing all these games on just like regular <laughs> TV? Like they don't, they don't have to put games on ESPN Plus? No, this is news. Oh, my goodness. I have just been ESPN Plus to death. Although I do like it for, I watched UNT last night play uh, Southern Miss, and then you know I I prefer it to not having the games on at all. Like I'm trying to remember what they did with all the the Baylor women's game. Were were they just not on TV sometimes? Was uh were my my buddies over at UNT were they just not on TV at all? Uh, and then occasionally you'll get a good late night some late night activity on something we call CBS Network. I kind of like that, CBS Sports Network. And you'll get, like, um, they'll get real excited. It, they'll be at the Zags. Um, oh, by the way, Aaron, I heard you the other day. It's Gonzaga. You have to say Gonzaga or the, the Gonzaga people get really mad. I was scolded by, uh, I was even scolded by Fran Fraschilla one time. Mo- Mosley, you you know basketball too well to call them Gonzaga. It's Gonzaga. So they, they take that very personally, apparently. But wherever they play, they call it like the dog house or the dog pavilion or something. I can't remember what they call it. They have some sort of fun name for it. They were acting like it was a big deal that they were playing Loyola Marymount. And so I'm like, oh, I wonder how I wonder how Loyola Marymount's doing. I, I got to check this out. And Loyola Marymount's record was like 9-8. and eight. <laughs> And people act like somebody got mad at me. Oh, Matt, that's a great – WCC's a good conference. It's a great <laughs> conference. There's nobody in there. The Dons? I mean, the San Francisco hadn't been good since Bill Russell played there. 
Uh, let's see who else is in there. Well, uh, since uh, Hank Gathers and uh, Bo, what's his name, were there? I mean, Marymount, Paul we uh, Westhead, they hadn't been good. I mean, I who's who am I supposed to think is great in that conference other than Gonzaga? BYU, okay, BYU's okay. Um, Saint Mary's, San Diego State, maybe has made the tournament a couple of times, but yeah, not Saint exactly Mary's a powerhouse. Okay. Yeah, no. No, just a it's just a bunch of you know it's it's just weirdos from California. All right, uh, Aaron, what else do you have for us? I was going to ask uh, before we move on. Um, out of all the games in the uh, Big Twelve SEC Challenge, obviously oh. excluding Baylor, which one are you looking forward to the most? I think you should ask me which one I'm looking least forward to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I, 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 the one I'm looking least forward to is probably one of those you said. Uh, who TCU play? Uh, LSU, the number 19 team in the That's country. That's okay. LSU's okay. I First of all, when you started calling out the matchups, I don't think it's favorable to the Big 12. Like, I think there's a, a decent shot the Big 12 loses this thing. There's a lot of games that I did not think really fell in the Big 12's favor. Um, but I mean, obviously Kentucky, Kansas, just because it's a couple of blue bloods, Baylor, Bama, and then uh, and then because of Rick, I'll watch Texas versus Rick Barnes is coming back there. Oh, by the way, Aaron, they're giving they're doing a giveaway. Of course, <laughs> Texas can't just have people come out to watch a basketball game. They're giving cupcakes away. If you show up at five thirty, you get cupcakes. See, that's kind of why I asked. I'll be watching. I'll be watching that game, and I will be rooting for Tennessee so, so much. Just I've yeah. never rooted for a Rick Barnes coach team, but that will change tomorrow night when they take on Texas. That's embarrassing, by the way, that A&M doesn't even get in it in the challenge. I was I mean, wondering about have, that. It's a regional – well, apparently, Aaron, I did ask somebody about it, um, and somebody explained it kind of like if you're in the – when they do this thing before the season – you know, top 25 teams are always going to get it. And then other than that, teams kind of rotate in and rotate out. So Baylor's always going to get invited to the challenge. You know, um, the other, you know, uh, Tech, other teams that are ranked are going uh, to be a part of it. But if you're not ranked, you can sometimes get rotated out. I, I just think I just think A&M – being with with its regional ties to Baylor and Tech and Texas and everybody, I mean, they they should be in this thing every year. Okay, now they're not very good at basketball is one issue, <laughs> but I, I I think people would have fun watching Baylor and A and M. I mean I do. It, that became a really good rivalry under Billy Clyde Gillespie. Well, even back in the day with Shelby and, and Haller, Jim Haller came from Shelby's staff, and then. You know, and then it was it, it got fun with um, with Billy Clyde and then uh, a young Scott Drew, and then after that they had um, they had like a five overtime game in there. Who was the guy who just quit at Maryland? Who was their Turgeon? They they had a great thing going with Mark Turgeon and Scott Drew, and um, and and you know A and M just can't get basketball right. Even Buzz is now. He was having a decent season, and they're fading a little bit. All right, Aaron, I'm sorry. I was talking a lot during Campus Confidential. You're good. Uh, what else do you have for us? 
for Arizona State assistants, including offensive coordinator Zach Hill, are no longer with the football program amid the NCAA investigation into alleged recruiting violations within the program, sources told ESPN. Hill, who coached with the team during the 2021 season, resigned his position. Wide receivers coach Prentice Gill, secondary coach Chris Hawkins, and tight ends coach Adam Brenneman, who were all placed on administrative leave last summer when the investigation began, are also out. Gill and Hawkins were fired. Brenneman resigned. All four coaches were implicated in alleged violations, which occurred after the start of the coronavirus pandemic in 2020. Yeah. This is Arizona State Sun Devils. We're talking about football. Yes, and uh, yeah, Herm Edwards I, I, is there, and he they've already said he's coming back, as is yeah. defense coordinator Antonio Pierce. Oh, but. because Herm, either Herm is just oblivious to the world <laughs> or he did know something. Right. Now, he may just be oblivious. But what I love about this staff, Aaron, I don't know if you saw this recently, uh, all those guys, I'm sorry, y'all were all scapegoated, and Herm, you know, they threw y'all under the bus. I'm sorry, I hope you recover. Uh, in your careers, I mean that's that's embarrassing uh, that uh, they would scapegoat everybody like that. But but here's who he's got on the staff now. Okay, I just saw this the other day. And I thought it, it made me laugh. Uh, it's like they're putting the, the old AFC North together. So Herm, who coached with the Chiefs, and he was the you play to win the game, and he played for the you know coach for the Jets and whoever. Uh, Herm is um, is the head coach. They got Marvin Lewis as something on that staff like a consultant or something, and then they just brought in Brian Billick, you know, who won a Super Bowl right. with, the, with the Ravens. Yeah, it's like a, a consultant. Weird staff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just I, seriously. And, of course, all my ESPN friends are like, oh, I love Herm. Herm's the greatest. And Herm was a good guest. Herm did a fine job on ESPN. But to, to think that Herm Edwards is ever going to win more than seven or eight games at Arizona State is a joke. You know, there's, there's, there's one school – who matters in the Pac-12, Aaron? If you had to, if you had to say, I would say USC matters. Mm-hmm. I would say UCLA. Maybe, yeah. They, 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 but they haven't done anything in a long while. The Utes are pretty decent. In Oregon, although Oregon couldn't keep its head coach, I mean, they, you know, they lost its head coach. But I mean, you basically have four schools who might bring a little something to the table. Who am I missing? Is there anybody else that uh, – No. I mean, it just, it just <laughs> doesn't, it doesn't really – Nobody else moves much. the needle. Yeah. And here in a few years, what, what the Big 12 will do is just swallow, uh, swallow up uh, Arizona State and Arizona and just bring them in, and there will be one big happy super conference. All right, um, We've got we got to talk more. We've got a lot going on, and I've uh, had a coaching hire made at China Spring. Let's talk to the uh, let's talk to the the uh, head of uh, sports for Channel Six KCEN, Curtis Quillen. That's next. Flinging the green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. 
You don't drive just an average truck or do just an average job. So get to Northern Tool. With brands like Milwaukee, Steel, Lincoln, Honda, and more, we bring the power. We're definitely not your average tool store. Visit our store or buy online and pick it up curbside. Northern Tool and Equipment. Quality tools for serious work. Shop Northern Tool and Equipment this week for our inventory reduction sale. Save up to 50% on heaters, moving carts, and dollies, batteries, hand tools, and more. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Tom and Ward, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an art support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Myatt Fuels, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is the Matt Mosley Show, and it is our uh, weekly visit with Curtis Quillen, uh, sports director at Channel 6, chilling with Quillen. And um, Curtis, uh, you can hear him right now. He's shuffling through some papers. He's, he's looking. He's getting his notes together. I think he's been attending some kind of uh, – I mean, Curtis, if this is truly your – off day why are you having to go to like training for something or or like a like a storytelling meeting i mean that should that does not sound like an off day to me you know i actually asked to to do it and so i had signed Mm. up for it before they told us the date um and it was just something that i could do while i was you know doing some stuff around the house and uh pay attention to the zoom and throw it up on the tv while i'm cleaning the kitchen stuff like that so you know, just uh, trying to unwind a little bit, but always trying to get better and trying to uh, try to improve the uh, the stories I tell. Because you know, for to me, that's that's what it's all about is doing justice to the people who uh, who are sharing their stories. Yeah, and you know, trying to keep up with the people who are constantly there to capture people reading Berenstain Bears books. All right. Exactly. <laughs> okay, it is. Uh... Okay, Curtis, let's get right in here, though. We've got breaking news, and um, 
So uh, earlier today, we got to visit with um, with Tyler Beatty, and uh, uh, the exciting yeah. news that uh, that he is the new head coach has been uh, promoted. Uh, uh, Curtis, uh, you you confirmed that news. In fact, uh, earlier today, what um, what what do you what do you think about the move? It, it obviously had to be a a highly coveted spot for a for a program that has had so much success uh, under the Bell family, Brian Bell, most recently. What um, what what did you what did you make of this hire? You know, I loved uh, loved the hire. I thought that you know keeping it internal was a genius move. Um, because you don't want to fix what's not broken, right? And this clearly isn't broken. They're just trying to spring just won a uh, state championship, and I think a lot of stuff kind of rolled the Cougars' favor, even going back to realignment two years ago, Matt. I mean, it, I don't want to sit here and pretend like uh, so many 5A dropdowns. The 4A kind of jumped the line for – Division one versus Division two. I don't want to sit here and pretend like that didn't work in the Cougars' favor because it absolutely did. But I don't think it's the entirety of what won that state championship for China Spring. I think a lot of that was still, and you still have to go out and you still have to win the football games. Um, and they were able to do it. And a lot of the reason why was that defense. And so it doesn't shock me that Josh Gregory, the AD there in China Spring, went with uh, went with a defensive guy. No, it doesn't at all. And you look at the resume that uh, Coach Beatty's put together, and he's got a he's got a really good resume. You know, looking at um, when I texted Coach Gregory this morning, saying asking for confirmation, essentially, uh, he sent me that same graphic that everybody was tweeting out uh, this morning. And you start reading it, and man, some of the stuff just pops off of the page. The fact that you know he was a uh, he was an offensive assistant for in Mejia, and then he was an offensive coordinator at Side Park. Well, he was outside linebackers coach at um, at China Spring, and so the fact of the matter is, this is a guy who's got experience on both sides of the ball. And when you think back to what made Matt Rule so successful in his time at Baylor, Matt, the thing that pops off the the screen to me with Coach Rule was also that he had experience coaching both sides of the ball. Am I saying Tyler Beatty is going to be the next Matt Rule? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this was a very savvy, very savvy hire, um, and I love I love the move um, to put Coach Beatty in charge. I think you should um, go ahead and make that statement that he is the next Matt Rule, and then I, then we need Coach Beatty to like be flirting with other jobs after every season, and then I, it would really be the full <laughs> the full comparison, but. Uh, I think yeah, I'd get I, uh, barred from China Spring. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The um, it, it's it it is interesting. I thought a rule too when you were just saying that you were saying, "Hey, this position, this position." He's he's got a uh, he's got a good background. He's a young guy. I mean, I uh, I was trying to do that in my head. Does that make him what about thirty two, thirty three years old? Does that sound about right? I, I was trying so, to do everything yeah. in relation he, to he how old young. I am. Yeah, and um, man, that's a uh, it's a big time program, and uh, so much to uh, you know when you when you want to kind of try to keep that thing going, um, and and I'm just wondering like uh, how much I mean they they could have gone a lot of different ways here. I like that you think it's a genius move. Um, do you think 
Do you think Coach Bell on his way out? Do you think even Sean? Do you think dad, the dad? Uh, do you think? Um, do you think that they were speaking on uh, Coach Beatty's behalf? You know, I bet I bet Brian gave him one heck of a recommendation, and I would say the same for Mark. Um, you know that that those are that's a family that Bell family has so much uh, respect for that community that I bet whenever uh, Brian Bell told him, uh, "Hey, I'm going to take this job at Baylor, so I'm going to step down here," that he said, "I don't know if you want my recommendation, but here it is, just in case." Now, Matt, I'm I'm, I'm not reporting that. Like that's just my speculation of what yeah. I would imagine happened. Um, and then obviously you still want to go through the interview process. Cause like you said, that's a highly coveted job. So mm-hmm. there's going to be, you know, five, eight, six, eight coordinators who are coming after that job. There's going to be two, a three, a head coaches who are coming after that job. Um, and you got to make sure that the move that you're making is the right one. And so, yeah, I think that they had a little bit of say like, Hey, I think he'd be really good at this. But at the end of the day, like, they didn't make the decision, I don't think. Yeah, I have to wonder if uh, Mark Bell looked at uh, Kevin Hoffman, changed his mind recently, the great Biles out there just continuing 40 years into this thing to get, get it done, and he thought maybe he would uh, <laughs> come right out of retirement. <laughs> but, uh, you but know, I, think... <laughs> I, see, I see Mark at all these places. He's got this big smile on his face. He doesn't have to deal directly with the pressure of winning and losing. And you see how much he's enjoying watching his sons have so much success as coaches and just being able to watch from the sidelines and be a dad and be a grandfather. Uh, I think, and I knew coach bell whenever my first two seasons here um, at KCEN, he was still the head coach there at China spring. And uh, he and Jessica Mori had got along really well. And I worked really closely with Jessica. And so I got to know coach bell, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say he and I were close, but I got to know him decently well, and you can just tell that 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 smile is different whenever you're not the one who's who is staying up late at night because of the loss. Yeah, yeah, I think that does happen, and uh, some people are scared of retirement, and some people embrace it, and then some people you know retire for like a week and then are back on the the job. It is. Uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Chilling with Quillen, Curtis Quillen on with us. Curtis, I, I enjoyed the uh, some of y'all's coverage, some of the local TV coverage of uh, MCC getting ready to roll here after uh, a national championship. Got to see some of the new signage out there, the ballpark. This is a uh, it's a really great way to open the season against uh, Navarro. Uh, and one of the uh, both of these are, are two of the the, the greatest uh, 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 JUCO programs in the uh, in the country uh, for for a lot of years. What uh, what what's been the vibe around uh, Mitch's program as they get ready to defend that title? You know the vibe around the program when I was out there on uh, I want to say it was Wednesday that I went out to practice. It was very much a hey the target just keeps getting bigger on our backs. I mean, let's be honest, even before they won the national championship, that program, people want to beat McLennan. They just do that. I mean, that's the program uh, in the state of Texas that has done, um, done so much in the past, 
gosh, I've been, this is my sixth year covering them. And think about it. They've been to two college world series. They were top five team whenever the world got shut down in 2020 and uh, talking to, to Mitch, uh, he, he makes it very clear that he was so confident in that 2020 ball club that he felt like if COVID hadn't shut down uh, sports in the spring of 2020, he's confident that he would, they'd be a two-time reigning national champion going into this year. And honestly, you look at that roster in 2020 and you have to think that he's right. And I think the rest of the junior college baseball world kind of sees what the potential uh, that he has. Cause you know, that kind of roster and that kind of success they have before COVID shuts everything down. And then they lose a couple of guys and then what happens next? Oh, they win a national championship. You're telling me that's not going to help in recruiting. And so he, he mentioned that they don't talk about, repeating as much as having that success and trying to, you know, leave their mark on this program, make sure, you know, go to their own world series, win their own championships in the conference, in the region, uh, and then nationally. And the vibe is very much around the program that they know what they can do and they know how to do it. And it's just a matter of going out and doing it now. All right. You know, I'd like, what I'd like to do is, uh, uh, Curtis, it, this would be hard because of the very nature of uh, of MCC. You know that uh, uh, it's uh, it, you know they're uh, they're two year in nature. But I once Texas and Oklahoma leave, could we just add MCC to the Big Twelve baseball? Don't you think they would? <laughs> I think they would fit in just fine. Like I I I was trying to think like what MCC would be ranked in the preseason. Baylor's ranked fifth. I, I, I could see MCC kind of right around there, maybe middle of the conference or maybe even higher than that. Is that, is that a uh, – am I going too far there? You know, I don't think so, but I think a lot of that comes to the fact that you look at the rankings and you listen to Craig McMurtry and to Mitch Thompson and – you know, they equate the North Texas Conference in junior college baseball to the SEC in football. It's just so loaded, yeah. and it's going to yeah. beat up on itself every day. Um, that I think, I think that that's what plays a lot into it. I don't think it's necessarily a knock against them and what they lost. I think it's just, you know, the, the realities of the world that they live in. Yeah. All right. I uh, if, if, For anybody thinking Mosley's trying to get MCC into the Big 12, we're just having fun here. No, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, SMU <laughs> will, will, will be in the Big 12, I think, probably may have a better shot at it than, uh, than MCC. Okay, Curtis Quillen on our weekly visit. We try to do this every Friday, even on Curtis's rare off days, and uh, where he has Nikki or Matt anchoring and, and trying to hold down the fort. Uh, now, this is uh, this is going to be an interesting weekend. Um, I, I kind of want to focus because this Big 12 SEC challenge, It, I Curtis, I used to not like it. I thought it was weird just in the middle of the season to drop everything and go play somebody, you know, that you don't even really have that much history with or anything. It's grown on me a little bit because some of the matchups are kind of fun. Baylor goes to Tuscaloosa to take on Alabama. Now, we all know Alabama is not a, you know, basketball school, although I think this coach has kind of at least gotten the fandom excited, and they've had some success there. This is, um, this is a Baylor team that's kind of starting to, to get things rolling a little bit. Of all these games, Curtis, it, obviously we're going to look at, you're going to look at wherever Oklahoma State's playing, 
um, and Baylor. What, what do you? Which of these games intrigues you the most of this uh, this SEC Big Twelve challenge? If we're talking strictly basketball, the most intriguing game, and nothing off the floor, the most intriguing game is Kansas-Kentucky because is Kansas a legit national championship contender and has Kentucky been able to figure out uh, some of what went wrong in the early part of the season? Um, and I think that that would go a long way to shaping what the seed lines might look like come you know March uh, 13th on Selection Sunday. If we're talking most intriguing storylines, it is absolutely, and there is no other correct answer, Rick Barnes returning to Austin because he has not been back since Texas fired him in 2015 uh, in that Tennessee-Texas game. Look, man, I'm with you. I think the timing uh, – normally some of the games – some of the matches are so much better that I don't mind – that it's in in the uh, the middle of conference season because I think that it presents so many cool opportunities to see some really good non-conference matchups when some of the games, let's be honest, are getting a little monotonous because sometimes you get into conference play and it's a lot less of a roller coaster and more of a let's just finish the ride. But this kind of challenge, you know, normally presents those those uh, interesting matchups. But Matt, frankly. I think that when they did the preseason expectations and to set the schedule, because that's what they're doing this on. They want competitive matchups. They don't want to put Baylor against Vanderbilt. Nobody benefits in that game, and we know how that's going to go. They don't. At the same time, they don't want to put Kentucky against Kansas State or TCU. So they're doing it kind of on a competitive balance thing. And honestly, they did some of these matchups based on preseason expectations. I don't think all, anyone expected Auburn to be the number one team in the country at this point, but, you know, they've earned it. Like, they clearly have the best resume in the country at this point. Um, I don't think anybody expected Texas to be so wildly inconsistent um, like it is right now. And I don't think anyone expected Alabama to go from having some of the best defensive numbers in the country last year to what it is now, where if it can't make threes, it starts to struggle because its defensive numbers are not what they used to be there. You watch Alabama guard and the, uh, the Crimson Tide doesn't guard the, the way that it, it did last season. And so there's a lot of things that have unfolded throughout the season that make you think that, okay, are there going to be any good games in this year's big 12 SEC challenge? And obviously there will be some because that's the nature of basketball, but on paper, there's only two, maybe three that are really interesting the third being Oklahoma State and Florida, but Oklahoma State's not tournament eligible, so that can only help mm-hmm. Oklahoma, that can only help the Big 12's case and hurt the SEC's case because yeah. if you have a team that comes out finishes 500 or better in the Big 12 who's not eligible for the tournament, you know the committee might look strongly upon the Big 12 for this season and next season, and it might hurt Florida's NCAA tournament resume. You lost to a team that's ineligible for the tournament for non-basketball reasons. And so I, it's, it's a weak Big 12 SEC challenge slate, but not for the schedule maker's fault. I think that things just unfolded in ways that were not necessarily predictable at the beginning of the season. Uh, but I normally love this. A few years ago, uh, right before uh, you know, January 2020, one of my uh, clo- closest friends, he's a groomsman in my wedding, it, he's a he's an Aggie. He he graduated from A and M, and his whole family graduated from A and M. He and I went and got tickets to go see the Oklahoma State Texas A and M game in a year where those two teams combined to finish like second to last from their conference <laughs> or in their conference, and it was one of the worst basketball games I had ever 
there are some just, but it was so much fun uh, to be able to just go watch the game. And because they do such a good job normally of predicting like where these games are going to fall. And Matt, to put it into perspective, that was the year where we, you know, Baylor gets on the plane to go to Gainesville and we're all standing there thinking, okay, this is kind of the, this is the opportunity that Baylor needs at this point in the season to say, okay, this is a legit team. I think it had already beat Kansas once. I think it had already beat Villanova, but you know, it's late January or early February and you're standing there or you're thinking, okay, it'd be really great if Baylor has that in its back pocket, a win over a really good Florida team at the time on the road to kind of prove, Hey, Kansas wasn't a fluke. Villanova wasn't a fluke. We can do it at home. We can do it on the road. Yeah. We can do it on the road out of conference against somebody yeah. we only see like once every four years. Well, I tell you, uh, it's uh, and I'll just leave you with one nugget uh, since you're not anchoring tonight that you can you can share with your your folks, your uh, your talented staff. Uh, and this comes via Fran Fraschilla sent me this earlier today. Full, I asked him if Tennessee was any good, all right, because uh, they're obviously playing Texas. They're so inconsistent. And uh, he said, yes, four of five losses to top ten in net rankings. You know, net's a big deal now that they talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, anyway, just a little nugget. Uh, Curtis, I'm always here for you. Thank you for doing this, man. And uh, I hope one thing, I hope, to, uh, I hope you continue to learn about storytelling and I, I felt like you told some good stories during this segment, so I appreciate you. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Enjoy your weekend, brother. There he goes. Curtis Quillen, it is chilling with Quillen. And, of course, we need to talk about um, uh, big decision. Uh, Jerry Jones goes on today and makes it official. Mike McCarthy is back. We discuss it next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Hi, everybody. It's Jumper Check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll look ahead at the weekend in Baylor Athletics, including men's and women's basketball, both on the road. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. When we moved to Texas, we were like fish out of water. We didn't know anyone in our neighborhood until our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent came to the house. She was so helpful and reassuring, a friendly face with that Texan hospitality I'd heard about. When we purchased a Texas Farm Bureau insurance policy, we knew we were making the right choice. We knew our family would be protected. Visit Texas Farm Bureau insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an insurance agent who's a true neighbor. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. 
and welcome back. Heading into a busy weekend in Baylor athletics that includes Baylor men's basketball, number four in the nation, on the road at Alabama tomorrow afternoon at 3. It's part of the Big 12 SEC Challenge, Baylor 7-1 and one under Scott Drew in the Big 12 SEC Challenge Series. On the air at 2.30, tip-off at 3 tomorrow for Baylor and Alabama right here on ESPN Central Texas Television on ESPN. Meanwhile, the 11th-ranked Baylor women on the road at West Virginia tomorrow afternoon. Baylor winners of four in a row in Big 12 play take on the Mountaineers tomorrow, looking to continue that upward momentum. Here's head coach Nikki Collins. I mean, it's about game plan execution. It's about understanding that every opponent is a little bit different. They have different strengths and weaknesses. You know, I'm not comparing West Virginia necessarily in every way to Oklahoma State, but they're a little more like Oklahoma State because they're heavy pressure, heavy ball pressure, create offense from their defense. They play the passing lanes. You know, and the big difference for them is in their wins, they, they get 24 points off turnovers a game, and in their losses, they get 13. So if they can if they can turn you over and get in transition, they're really really good. Um, if you don't cough up the basketball and can defend them in the half court on every possession, you have a chance to win. Um, um, you know, honestly, I said it before. This isn't a team like when you look at them statistically, they don't shoot the three ball very well. You know, I, I think it's it's about you know just kind of understanding who we're playing, what their strengths are, you know, what our strengths are, what we have to do against what they do. Um, and executing that at both ends of the floor. Nikki Collin and the Baylor women versus West Virginia tomorrow on the air at 1230, tip off at 1 on 104.9 FM television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Also from the weekend, track and field runs at the Rod McCravey Memorial. All day Friday and Saturday in Lexington, Kentucky. Women's tennis and men's tennis home this weekend. Baylor Equestrian takes on Texas A&M tomorrow at 11 in College Station. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tomorrow from Tuscaloosa and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. The Big 12 Shootaround. Weekdays at 5.50 on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear and cold on this Friday night. Low temperatures falling to 28 degrees. The weekend looks beautiful. A lot of sunshine on Saturday, 67 degrees. And mostly sunny, continued very warm on Sunday with the highest 70. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. The thing about having a naked truck is that you get exposed for the equipment you don't have. Take, for example, your rear end. If you don't have anything back there, you're exposed about what you don't have, and that's a life. However, if you cover that rear end with a hitch, you're telling the world, hey, I got a little junk in my uh, bed, and I'm ready to pull something. A camper, RV, boat, trailer, jet skis, heck, even a bike rack. A hitch says... I have a life beyond driving my truck to and from work. And Pickup Outfitters is the place to get a hitch for your truck, SUV, van, 
even some cars. We sell and install just about any kind of hitch you need. Receiver hitches from light to heavyweight to pull just about anything. And gooseneck hitches and fifth wheels when you're ready to pull the heavy stuff. And don't forget trailer and brake controller wiring. It's so important to have wiring professionally and correctly installed by the pros at Pickup Outfitters. So it's time to cover that gaping hole in the rear end of your truck with a hitch installed by Pickup Outfitters. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry has been practicing dentistry in Waco for 23 years. Her caring staff prides itself on having over 135 combined years of dedication to creating healthy, beautiful smiles. Jennifer Grant DDS offers all aspects of dentistry, general cosmetic, preventative, and whitening, and there's no need to be afraid of the dentist. Jennifer Grant DDS offers non-IV sedation. New patients are welcome, and most insurance plans are accepted. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry, where you'll be treated like family. JenniferGrantDDS.com. Call today. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and western home decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. John of Spring has their new head coach. Tyler Beatty moves from defensive coordinator to head coach of the Cougars. UMHB women's basketball downs Harden Simmons last night 74 to 72, and the Crusaders get the win over the Cowboys 82 to 76. Both teams back and home tomorrow hosting McMurray. Women tip at one o'clock, followed by the men at three. Number 11 Baylor women at West Virginia tip is at one o'clock, and you can hear that game on 104.9. SEC challenge tomorrow with number four Baylor at Alabama tip is at three o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. NFL conference championships on Sunday. The early game has since. Cincinnati at Kansas City kicking off at 2 o'clock, followed by the 49ers and the Rams kicking off at 5.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Had all kinds of big news, and uh, Coach China Spring has a new head coach out there. Tyler Beatty is the man, as you've been hearing about. We had Tyler on to start the show today, and then, of course, Curtis Quillen was on talking about it. Big doings. All right, we had last year had all sorts of activity. Uh, Midway ended up with a new coach. That was a big coaching story locally. And uh, this is, uh, well, this recent Mark story, uh, gra- grabbed everybody's attention because of the success they've had there. And now a uh, new coach. And he comes from uh, internal hire 
and I think it's going to be a uh, a good one. And it was good to get Coach Beatty on with us, and uh, and and do that earlier today. All right, um, Aaron. This is uh, there's a lot going on in the NFL. Coaches being hired, and also Jerry Jones today made some uh, made some interesting decisions. First of all, Jerry, I guess. Uh, Went on the radio, and then that made at least one local reporter, uh, well, actually a reporter who's on with us, Aaron, who was on with us uh, earlier this week, Ed Werder, was not pleased with how they handled that. So uh, there was some inf- a little bit of bickering that took place on Twitter. Kind of some, nobody cares. You know, fans and listeners, they don't care about us in the media getting in our little spats. I mean, I, I'm not saying I haven't done it. Okay, and occasionally I'll say un- something that's a little bit whatever. Um, we should all be more like John Morris. John Morris is never going to use Twitter to take a poke at somebody or get in a Twitter beef with somebody. And uh, we should all aspire to be more like John. In fact, that's going to be my new motto in life. What would what would John Morris do? All right, WWJM. All right, Aaron, don't you think that'd be good? Oh, that's a pretty good way to live, isn't it? What would John Morris do? Absolutely. That's uh, all right. Everybody should be more like John Morris, and I do not what, say w- that facetiously. WWJM. All right, Aaron. My gosh, I, you, I like that. I'm gonna let's make some uh, some bracelets for our wrist, and we'll be okay. All right. Uh, now, <laughs> I, I do want to hear a little bit of this uh, Jerry Jones, though, and uh, Jerry goes on. I think they call it KNC Masterpiece, 105.3. Now, 105.3 is the uh, the Cowboys' flagship, but they also want to get – you know, they always – well, of course Jerry's going to go on there because that's the flagship station. And they're all – they call it the fan because it's kind of a bunch of fanboys. And that's great. That's fine. I mean, it's no big deal. That's, that's what they are. But they always want credit. Oh, we got Jerry. We got Jerry. Well, okay, you guys aren't exactly news hounds over there, all right? But they're nice folks. I got no issue with them, but everybody got a little salty on Twitter today. Whatever, who cares? But I I do want to let you guys hear what Jerry had to say. This is Jerry, the part of this 20-minute interview, and and our man Aaron did a really good job of kind of cutting some of this up for us. This is Jerry shedding light on... Mike McCarthy's status as head coach of this team, and then Dan Quinn uh, deciding to stay with the Cowboys. I wanted to uh, basically uh, uh, speak to uh, uh, Coach McCarthy, Mike. I wanted to speak to uh, uh, the exciting news uh, of Dan Quinn, of course, uh, joining us for uh, for, uh, some years to come uh, as to uh, joining us as our coordinator. And what I wanted to clear up was uh, this was a competitive situation in my view. Uh, Mike was, I mean, uh, Dan Quinn was really uh, being pursued as a potential head coach. And uh, I've had two other occasions in my career uh, where uh, a a coach, a coordinator, was offered a head coaching job, and I got them not to accept it. Uh, One was with Sean Payton. And he was offered the job at the Raiders uh, when Parcells was the head coach. I asked him to uh, not take it and stay coordinating. And 
see what happens with the future here at the Cowboys. And then I asked Jason Garrett to do the same thing, and he passed on a head coaching job as well to stay here and be a part of the future of the Cowboys. And so uh, uh, I'd, I'd experienced uh, uh, seeing coaches turn down uh, a head job for uh, our situation. And so I really was trying hard, meeting with Dan Quinn. Uh, Mike, this is the thing I want to clear up. Mike was very involved in this process and very involved in trying to give uh, us every chance to keep Dan Quinn. And uh, there's no question it was a competitive situation, and I couldn't really get out and speak to it publicly because I didn't want to push teams toward him. And I wanted to uh, keep him for ourselves and Dan, and that's what ended up happening. Mike and I worked together in a, uh, a joint effort. That's what it's going to take this year. We have uh, we did some things that I'm really proud of uh, with our, our, our coaching staff. We did some things I'm proud of with our team. Uh, we didn't do a lot of things that we need to do uh, to not be sitting here out of the playoffs next year, and we're all committed to do it. But the thing I want to clear up is that the idea of Mike being uh, twisting in the wind just wasn't the case at all. We were sitting there trying to keep Dan Quinn and trying to uh, maintain continuity on our coaching staff. Okay, there he is, Jerry. He's good. he's explained it. That it really wasn't leaving Mike McCarthy hanging in the wind. Although, if he had addressed it, he had chances to. There was nothing. There was nothing about Dan Quinn that had something to do with Mike McCarthy. I mean, it just it for Jerry to act like it, you know, this is just Jerry being Jerry. And uh, so I don't know if, if fans hear that and feel like that was he really cleared it up. I think he kind of liked, uh, quite honestly, making Mike McCarthy feel a little uncomfortable, at least publicly, maybe privately. They had a visit and uh, and, and everything was OK, but uh, that, that, that was uh, I don't think anything there seemed as as clear as Jerry would like to think it sounds. And I don't totally understand how this thought of that Dan Quinn turned down a gig. I mean, I don't think we have evidence of that. Now, could he have said, what? Could he have told Denver, I, I want out, I don't want to be in anymore, you all going to hire? Maybe. I mean, you could quibble on some of the uh, – uh, some some of the uh, the way some of this was played out, but anyway, the good news is Dan Quinn's back, and I think that is very healthy news for the Cowboys. Now, here's Jerry when he was uh, asked about uh, did he reach out to Mike McCarthy after Sean Payton stepped down as Saints head coach? No, I did not. I did not because we're sitting here building together our future. No, uh, but I uh, did. He's well aware of our relationship and long-term friendship with uh, 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 with Peyton and Sean, and uh, uh, I haven't talked to Sean and, and uh, not a part of any of the dialogue or any of the decision-making relative to him leaving uh, uh, New Orleans. But uh, my point is uh, we've just uh, been really uh, got our head, our head down and uh, getting this staff uh, in the shape, particularly at the top, uh, the coordinator level, and uh, whether it be the special teams or whether it be offense, defense. And, frankly, we've uh, uh, still kind of in that uh, area right now regarding Kellen until we uh, 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 see where that dust settles there. 
All right, and and interestingly, at the very end there, um, saying that hey, you know, Kellen, they wanted a second interview with the Dolphins. I mean, this is after the big report somebody had. I don't know. Somebody was out there saying that Kellen Moore had decided to stay, and that maybe in 2023 he would he would be you know be able to command a, a room more. I'm trying to think who had that report, but now it seems like he's still in the mix with the Dolphins. So I think the, the war, you know, I, I think what happens is sometimes journal, journalists and, and sports writers travel in packs on these things. Oh, so-and-so said this, so this is what happened. Some of these things are fluid, and you shouldn't react as quickly. It does look now like Mike McCarthy is coming back, Dan Quinn is coming back, and I think we'd be very surprised if Kellen Moore landed a job. It does What it sets up is an awkward situation with Dan Quinn. Because Dan Quinn's going to get a big bump in pay, apparently, to stay. And he would be a perfect interim coach if they fire Mike during the season. So it creates somewhat of a lame duck head coaching situation. That's what we're dealing with. All right, one more cut here I wanted to hear. This is, uh, uh, th- uh, this is uh, about Dan Quinn supposedly being offered a head coaching job. I believe that very much. I'm, uh, I know this. He is staying and being our coordinator for years to come. And so uh, I know that uh, he was the most – he was the busiest coordinator out here uh, being interviewed for jobs. And, yes, I uh, would say that specifically. It's a real compliment to Mike. It's a compliment to us. It's a compliment to the organization. Right, yeah, I bet I bet Mike McCarthy's taking that right now as a as a big compliment. Compliment to Mike McCarthy that Dan Quinn's out there interviewing with everybody. Now Dan's been retained. Really, what what would have been better for McCarthy is Dan to get hired somewhere else. Now maybe not for you know as far as the football team. If you're just talking about wins and losses, which we don't always do with the Cowboys, it seems to be about a, a lot of other things. Certainly Dan Quinn being back helps. I think Dan Quinn as head coach would have been more appealing to people. I think Sean Payton as head coach would be even more appealing. So what you have now is a someone who's very close to Jerry in Sean Payton sitting out the season. Dan Quinn back on staff, someone who's done a really good job. And then if, if the defense has another great season, will be a, a name in the head coaching circles. Do I think he got offered one of these jobs? I do not. I do not. But that's fine. Jerry can Jerry can sort of represent that however he wants to. And I think Jerry takes it as, you know, it makes us look good to have other people interested in our assistance, okay, because Jerry feels like that makes him look good. Now, our folks, uh, if you want to sound off on any of this, the uh, CNC Collision Center text line 254-662-1660 is uh, open to you, all right? And we'd love to hear from you, 254-662-1660. Maybe you want to sound off on uh, the uh, the China Spring coach that uh, that just came down. And uh, that, was, uh, that was a big news today as uh, that came down earlier today. In fact, um, oh, I guess right as uh, Tom and Ward were finishing up game time, some of that news came floating out there. And so that was... Uh, that's good stuff. I think that was our friend uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, uh, Matt Stepp, 
And then, of course, uh, Curtis Quillen was quick to the scene as well. Uh, Channel 6, our own Curtis Quillen. Can we call him that? I think we have to pay him before we can really call him our own, but he's a great friend to the station. Let's call him that. Um, all right, and um, we, we'd love to hear from you if you want to sound off on that. I, I'm just saying that the Jerry has set this thing up now to make everybody uncomfortable, namely Mike McCarthy. Now, to give you some historical perspective He's done it before. Okay, he did this with Wade Phillips. And he he basically gave Jason Garrett, and I think I brought this up yesterday, he, he took Jason Garrett from whatever he was making to where he was making $3 million a year. That was it happened to be exactly what Wade Phillips was making as head coach of the Cowboys at the time. It, it set up, it, it, it both from an ego standpoint and then to the team, it made Wade Phillips look weak. Now, you could make the joke, well, I thought Wade already looked weak. Yeah, maybe. But Wade was a really good defensive coordinator in this league. Actually did okay as the head coach. But once Jerry did that with Garrett, it just set Wade Phillips up for getting fired. And then when he got fired, Jason Garrett became the interim. If the Cowboys get off to a rough start, we saw a couple of years ago, they, they they started firing coaches and doing all that stuff during the season. Dan Quinn makes a good interim coach, and Jerry's going to not wait. If Jerry has a chance to save the season by firing a coach in season, he would. He doesn't want to, though. He doesn't want to. I'm just saying, with Sean Payton out there, it sets up a really interesting 2022 season. They're always interesting. But this one will especially be heading into it. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside. It is time for the dismount. We have to say goodnight to you. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension Providence, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. The ER at Ascension Providence Hospital is open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetProvidenceCare.com. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, February 6th and Sunday, February 7th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. Variety at the show is extensive, and oftentimes if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show. More than just guns, you'll find ammo, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, February 5th, 9 to 5, February 6th, from noon to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
If you're an employer and you want to win the competition for good employees, you need the right package of benefits. You know, one of the biggest things that employers have to be mindful of is attracting talent. Hurley Benefit Services President Michael Hurley. And today we all know that uh, talent is harder to find and harder to keep than ever before. And there are studies out there that show that employees have actually left one employer for another not because they pay better, but because their benefit package was more beneficial. And that's where we come in to help, is to make that benefit package affordable, valuable, and to attract and retain the talent that you have. And I really have been able to help people. Hurley Benefit Services stands alone in the industry in offering unique, cost-saving health coverage for employers and their employees. Set a no-cost, no-obligation appointment with Hurley Benefit Services to find out more. Hurley Benefit Services is locally owned and they're online at HurleyBenefitServices.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y BenefitServices.com. Helmet Aerospace in Waco has been employing people in the Waco area for nearly 50 years. Now is the time to join their team with current openings in packaging, shipping, production, engineering, machining, quality, supply chain, and sales offering excellent starting pay, benefits from the day you start, and advanced opportunities. Apply now at howmet.com slash Waco Careers. Howmet Aerospace on Imperial Drive in Waco. Apply today. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. John Spring has their new head coach. Tyler Beatty moves from defensive coordinator to head coach of the Cougars. UMHB women's basketball downs Harden-Simmons last night 74-72 and the Crusaders get the win over the Cowboys 82-76. Both teams back and home tomorrow hosting McMurray. Women tip at 1 o'clock followed by the men at 3. Number 11 Bader women at West Virginia tip is at 1 o'clock and you can hear that game on 104.9. SEC challenge tomorrow with number 4 Baylor at Alabama tip is at 3 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. NFL Conference Championships on Sunday. The early game has since Cincinnati at Kansas City kicking off at 2 o'clock, followed by the 49ers and the Rams kicking off at 5.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show. Matt Mosley show. We got to say good night to you. Reminder: three o'clock tomorrow, two thirty pregame for the Baylor men as they go to Tuscaloosa and get ready to play Alabama. That'll be good. Um, I did see uh, something from Baylor's new coach. He put out a statement. The wide receivers coach. It's Dallas Baker, and um, he part of it. He says I could instantly tell everything I heard about Coach Aranda was true. I'm excited to learn from him and to work with him. To the players at Baylor, I'm eager for us to learn from each other. Can't wait to earn your trust and love. Let's change. Let's save our best uh, for every second together. To the coaches at Baylor, thank you. And I'm looking forward to making new brothers. Can't wait to get better with each of you. To everyone affiliated with Baylor, I'm thankful, excited, and owe you. To the coaches in the great state of Texas, I can't wait to learn from you and build relationships with you. He said there's a part at the end of the, the, I think he's talking about the movie, Pursuit of Happiness, when he's in the crowd clapping and crying. I remember thinking that must be an amazing feeling. Well, I can say I understand. I can't wait to build relationships for life with my Baylor University family. 
I like that. Kind of a outpouring of. Uh, he was up. He was a little upset that uh, things leaked out before he'd been able to tell everybody. He addressed that at the start of this, but uh, that'll be exciting to have old uh, Dallas Baker you know, on the Baylor staff as the new wide receivers coach. Comes from Buffalo. I say we just keep stacking players from Buffalo, coaches from Buffalo. I like these folks. I like that team. Like that program. Coach Mo. He was talking about Coach Linguist. Uh, is a Baylor Bear himself, played at Baylor, as uh, Aaron talked about earlier in today's program, and I uh, think it's a good hire, and we shall see. I hate to, hated to see Chancey Stuckey go, but uh, he's gone. He's gone, and Dallas Baker takes over as uh, as the, uh, the new wide receivers coach at Baylor. I hope everybody has a tremendous weekend. Watch the Australian Open. Watch Baylor and Alabama. Listen to Baylor and Alabama. Support the uh, Baylor women's basketball. And uh, everybody just have a tremendous one. It's been a fun week of broadcasting. Good night, everybody. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference basketball. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time Jack of Big 12 Basketball on the Friday Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround. Coming up, it is the Big 12 SEC Challenge tomorrow. All 10 teams in the Big 12 matched against 10 schools from the SEC. We'll look at the full day's schedule coming up on today's Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit Bruner Auto 